0: Let's go. It is day one of the ALCS, the battle for Texas. Locked on Astros here has got your full preview, and the roster just came out. Who's on it? Who's not? Let's talk about it on this special edition of the seventh straight ALCS appearance by the Astros. Locked on Astros. Baby me in the H. to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric, the man, Heisman, and Brett, H-Town wheelhouse,
1: Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric EricDocStros. You can find Mr. Thanks. Orange at Brett. <laughs> At HL Wilhelm, thanks, Eric. Find a show (laughs) at Locked on Astros. Uh, My bad, there. Uh, but we are super excited. This is a game day. I know Texans are about to play, but uh, we are super excited about that. The Texans are a different uh breed, but the Astros are a different breed. Uh, Seven straight ALCSs, like you said, uh, they had they just released the ALCS roster. There are, uh, there's a shocker on there that we are going to talk about. There's some uh, shocking uh, player uh, moves there, some that we kind of thought was going to happen, but we'll talk about that in a second. But Justin Verlander on Mound versus Jordan Montgomery. I know we yeah. had uh, Bryce on with the On Rangers podcast yesterday. Uh, we talked about the series a little bit, but we're going to go deeper into the Astros side of things today. And, Thank you guys for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and make, uh, go and subscribe to us and go and give us a big fat thumbs up and go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you check out your podcasts. Go and make the Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. And um, Brett, we got a lot to talk about. This is game day, dude. ALCS. This is where it's going to be. Whoever wins this series is going to go to the World Series. Somebody right. from Texas is going to the World Series. When's the last time you can guarantee that? You can go to Vegas and say, hey, I want to put a million dollars that somebody from Texas is going to the World Series. And you'll probably win something, maybe a penny, because it's <laughs> the <laughs> odds of it happening are pretty likely. So, uh, But you have the roster that just came out. What, what's the lineup going to look at? Baker uh, um, versus uh, Boshi. And what are the keys of victory for this whole series? And I know that ALDS, they don't have the MVP. I think that um, Abreu probably would have won. Actually, both Abreu probably could have won the um, MVP in that series. But I think that who's going to be the MVP of the ALCS? That's some stuff that we'll talk about on this edition.
0: So you know, talking about Justin Verlander. Just, just you know, this guy's playoff resume is really it's it's at an all time level. Two hundred thirty six strikeouts and thirty six appearances with a seventeen and eleven record. The only pitcher that has more postseason wins is Andy Pettit with nineteen and eleven. He only has one hundred eighty three strikeouts. So Justin Verlander looks to really cement his legacy if he can get a game one victory in ALCS and the Astros can forge ahead to win the ALCS and If Verlander pitches either two games in this series and gets a couple wins or one game here, the Astros advance and he gets a game of the World Series, he ties the all-time record. And we all know Justin Verlander is a first-ballot Hall of Famer. But I really think this year, um, this Game 1 ALCS, you're going to see him come out of the blocks. He's going to come out firing, and I think he's going to be on top of his game. I I really like where he is confidence-wise. I like where he is with his adjustment since he's come to Houston. Because, look, when when he went to New York, we understood what happened. New York paid a lot of money for an aging pitcher who was a proven winner, Cy Young, MVP, rookie of the year um, pitcher. And so, of course, he went to New York. Well, things kind of fell apart there. And now, who would have thunk it? Him and Scherzer are both on opposing sides in the championship series for the American League or as we call it, the Astros League Championship Series. So, Eric, I'm feeling really good about Justin Verlander on the mound tonight. Um, How are you feeling? I just think that he's going to continue to just trend upward with his performance, and I think you're going to see an offense come up behind him and actually give him some run support against Jordan Montgomery.
1: I know with the Astros, his um, ERA has kind of fluctuated, In 2017, he had a 2.21 ERA. In 2018, he had a 4.15 ERA. In 2019, he had a 4.33 ERA. And in 2022, he had a 5.85 ERA. So far, knock on wood, he has a 0 ERA. So, But his career ERA in the playoffs is 3.54. He has 17 wins, 11 losses, and 35 starts. He has 236 strikeouts and 213 innings pitch so if you're looking for somebody to make the start in game one with experience that is justin verlander he is somebody that's been there he's done that before and that's what brian mctaggart was trying to say in his uh his post that was kind of taken out of context. i don't think that was uh necessarily attacking the rangers it was just saying that the astros were just instead of uh celebrating and getting um like going like the acting like they haven't been there. They were just like, oh, we still have business. And Justin, are you really- talking
0: about when they clinched the uh, playoffs?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brian McTaggart got all that crap from him. even the Rangers GM went after him and basically gave him slack about that. But I just think that, um I don't think that was necessarily a slam at the Rangers. I really think that was just saying, well, the Astros have been there and they know how to handle themselves. So that's, just props to them. But Verlander has been there. So the question is, which Verlander is going to show up? Is it the one that comes out and dominates in the playoff? Or is it the one that kind of struggles, gives up some four or five runs? But that's and- what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at what he did in the ALDS. I mean, right. he
0: came out he looked great. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep saying it until I'm proven. Otherwise Um, this is, this is going to be the best performance you've seen him have in the postseason in 2023. He's motivated. He's come back. He remembers what it felt like to win the title. He wants to win a back-to-back title and he had no idea he would be here. He wasn't even here to start in his famous F bomb speech. And so he loves the clubhouse. He loves the culture. And Eric, there's something to be said, and I don't know if we've talked enough about it lately, but this team has lost players like Springer, Correa, Morton, um, Cole. Um, we've lost guys that had key contributions in every World Series or every title run that Gonzalez. we had. Yeah, well, Marlon Gonzalez was a key <laughs> part of that 2017. He really was. But we've we've lost all these stalwart stars. We've lost our manager. We got a new manager. We've been through. This is our third GM since 2017. And the Astros, Justin Verlander said it the other day in the press conference, it's something about the culture here that when you come here, you know what the expectations are, and everybody knows what is in front of them. They know it's a job yet to be done. They know the job's not finished, and they know the Rangers are going to be coming after them. They're used to being the hunted. Now, they are somewhat the underdog when you look across the landscape of baseball. Everybody expects the Rangers to continue their hot streak. As mentioned on the show yesterday, they have never lost an ALCS game, but I contend they've also never played the Astros in an ALCS. So we're hoping we end that streak tonight at Minute Maid Park.
1: Yes. Uh, So I I know a lot of people are wondering what the roster looks like. We'll talk about the roster in a second. I'll give you a quick little tease. It will have one more pitcher, and with the longer uh, series, you definitely need to have the additional pitcher. Right. And uh, we did he- learn yesterday that Kendall Graveman was not ready, so it's definitely not going to be Kendall Graveman um, on that roster, but we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but I do want to talk about the Baker versus Bochi real quick. Uh, yeah. Do you know that Baker is um, fourth all-time in terms of wins in the postseason? Uh, he has 54 career. Bochi has 49. Um, they actually faced each other in the postseason back in 2012 in the NLDS. Bochi beat the uh, Baker's Reds. Uh, Bochi was coaching the Giants at the time. And this is actually the fifth time that uh, you've seen two managers face each other in, um, in the playoffs. Um, so that's uh, pretty cool. And if you're looking at um, they're the oldest managers in baseball, Baker is 74. Bochi is 68. So uh, they're the um, senior citizens of the managerial bracket, uh, so to speak. So it's they kind are. of cool to see them still out there managing. And Baker has managed 101 playoff games, and Bochi has managed 82. So I know a lot of people have given uh, Dusty Baker a lot of crap this year, but he's been at this for a while. And so, also, Bochy is the seventh manager to reach the LS, sorry, LCS with at least three franchises. Um, no other manager has done it with um, more than two. So I know wow. Baker's done it um, uh, with two teams, but I think that uh, it's just this is going to be an interesting matchup. It's not just about the two teams, uh, the interstate rivalry, the I forty five exchange and everything but it's just these two guys have a lot of history and so it's gonna be exciting to watch and uh this episode is brought to you by uh remind me sleeper right yeah
0: sleeper yeah so let me tell you the baseball playoffs are here and time is ticking on your ability to win 100 times your money so why don't you check out the best fantasy baseball out there it's more exciting than ever with studs like Jordan alvarez kyle tucker justin verlander Corey Seager and the other players on the diamond. That's right. You can um, pick more or less on stats like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more. And this is a battle for Texas. So why don't you battle, throw down some bones, and get a 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right. You could win big. You could also do this with your friends. Create a group chat. Talk smack. um, Find out like what players do you think are going to take the cake in this? Who's going to win the ALCS? Is Jeremy Pena going to find his power again? Um, It's got great functionality, and entries can be made in under a minute. That's right. So use the promo code Locked On and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Sleeper, I've been using it all year. I've been using it with the NFL. I'm using it in the um, MLB playoffs, and I'm having a blast. So go to Sleeper today. And make sure that you – watch. if you can't watch the Astros, listen to the Astros play the Rangers Sunday, game one of the ALCS, 7.15 p.m. Catch all the hometown playing calls on SiriusXM. Go to the SXM app. Search Astros. Now, Eric, you're talking about Bruce Bochi and Dusty Baker, a little Bruce Bochi trivia. He was actually drafted by the Houston Astros, um, I believe, in 1978. Um, and I was actually born first- in 1978. <laughs> and he he was he was actually played one of his first games. And another interesting thing is both he and Baker coached the San Francisco Giants. But when Bochi was there, he won a World Series. When Baker was there, he missed it by one game. So there's some interesting tie-ins. Both of these managers respect the hell out of each other. The Rangers didn't bring Bochi in to lose. The Rangers brought him in to win, and that's why he agreed. And I, I think Bochi said, I'm coming here as long as you do this, this, and this. And they listened to him, which is a really smart move by the Rangers. And so you've got two, like you said, some of the most seasoned veterans, some of the most playoff wins, and combined probably the most wins between two managers, right, in a single, like right. ALCS. So it's going to be interesting, where even if, people think that maybe Dusty Baker's roster decisions or moves aren't that great. Last postseason, I would say, go look at that record. It's pretty stellar. And he's got a lot more talent to work with. Bochi to me, has more of a chess match because of their pitching issues, their bullpen games, and stuff like that. So Bochi's going to have to do a lot more chess-like managing than I think Baker will, unless the Astros get into trouble early in games, and then it really right. kind of becomes a chess match. But I still am confident. Look, I've been have I, I, been a critic of, of his lineups. I've been a critic of people who, who have gotten starts over other people. But you can't argue with what he did last postseason. And you can't argue with what he did in the ALDS. I thought it was phenomenal. So whatever it is, he's got like a playoff. You know how they say guys are like clutch players like Altuve, you know, Correa? He's got some kind of playoff gene where he just deploys the pitchers. He keeps them in not too long. He lets guys come in. He brings in the right guys. So um, I trust that he's going to make the right
1: moves in the playoffs. Thoughts by Dusty. All right. So Dusty Baker was asked about Bruce Bochy. He's got a lot of brains in that head. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all he said? I'm sure there's more to it, but um, that's, that's uh, funny. That's one of his statements. So here's some that's other awesome. stuff. Um, he was also asked about the success they had against the Rangers in regular season. And he said, it's a clean slate. Depends on how you're pitching this, how they're pitching this. Okay. And on how the Rangers are right now, they're hot and we're kind of hot, but we're getting hotter. Okay. And that's what Dusty on- said? <laughs> yes. And Dusty on the all Texas uh, ALCS. Everything's big in Texas. I've learned that since I've been here. Okay. Almost you almost went,
0: you almost went into a country accent because I Dusty know, does not to. have a country accent.
1: He's, oh I have I one more. It. Uh this is Dusty Baker on Rangers starter Jordan Montgomery. He knows how to pitch, and probably yeah. they went with who's the freshest and who's the got the strongest, who's the strongest at this time. Yeah,
0: no, and um I, I'm sitting here looking um looking at different things. I just I I just love the way he responds to stuff. Um do, do you like this format? Do you think this is the right format talking about the playoffs? And Dusty's like, I don't know, man. I just go on what I'm told. They don't ask my opinion and I don't have a vote. I'm just a high-ranking employee that's coming to work. <laughs> this this is the stuff that you look forward to that you get up in the morning in the postseason these are the extra nuggets just golden nuggets you know um Mm -hmm. just just phenomenal um great quotes all around by dusty uh
1: brett is going to the game tonight he and i'm going to the game tomorrow so um i have orange fever so i'm taking off the second half of the day to go see dr altuve at uh Men made uh park clinic. So um so I am going to go do that. So. Minute made Elite Clinic. <laughs> yes. Uh so nice. yes, so you may see one of us at the ballpark either tonight or tomorrow. So uh but yeah, it's it's exciting. It's um the great part of the year where you see a lot of people out there just in Astros gear. You saw me with the Astros hat yesterday. And Jose Altuve was asked, "Well, uh with all the uh the Texas ties in the series, um, do you uh, ever dress in western gear?" He said, I don't have a pair of cowboy boots nor sombrero, and I don't think I'll have time to go buy them now. OK, well, I'm pretty sure if you have money like Jose Altuve does, you can send somebody to go buy you something if you really yeah. want it. just say, you know, you know, he's probably like me. Like, I
0: mean, I do own a pair of boots and I rarely wear them, you know, pretty much living in Texas almost all my life. I mean, we moved here when I was two, so I, I consider myself a Texan. Um, I just not, I guess, quote unquote, not a native Texan, but boots. If look, if boots aren't your thing, don't fake it because real cowboys actually don't wear boots when they're not working. So that's, that's, that's something I I learned growing up. If you wear cowboy boots and you're not working, then you are simply you're, you're a city slickin' wearing cowboy boot guys. So, and that's okay. That totally fits Texas. But, um, I love Altuve just coming through. They ask him sometimes when you watch your left handed hitters go up against left handed pitchers, are you amazed how effective they are? And Jose Altuve said, Yeah, Jordan is probably the best, one of the best left handed hitters in baseball. Jordan has been good and he's been really good. And to the level to me, he's an MVP type player. I'm really happy that they're on my team. So you love to see the support and you love to see the leadership from Jose Altuve. And anytime he's asked about himself, he deflects to his teammates. I think you're going to see a big series out of Altuve. I think you're going to see a big series out of Jordan Alvarez. And Abreu, I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon.
1: Yeah, I agree. So um, should we get to the the roster yet? Or should we say yeah, that for segment three, three? All right. Um, yeah, so I, I, know it, I know in the um, ALDS, the Astros carried 12 pitchers and they carried 14 batters. And some of the guys were just kind of twiddling the thumbs just for a bit because uh, they didn't really get a lot of playing time because the Astros don't really use a lot of pinch hitters uh, except for Martin Maldonado, And even in that case, you don't really use pinch hitters from Martin Malinato, Uh, if your manager is right. Dusty Baker. But uh, in this uh, for this series, they're definitely going with 13 pitchers and 13 hitters. So, uh, there was a, a couple of shockers, especially defensive wise. You're going to not see Jake Myers on this roster. So, that was the kind of surprise there. Who will you see as a hitter? Gray Kessinger and John Singleton. Okay. Other than that, there's not any big surprises. The rest of the big no. guys are on there. So, uh, so, no Jake Myers. John Singleton makes it, and Gray Kessinger makes it. So, on the pitching staff, so wait, hold on. Are we are we calling Chas McCormick a big guy now? Yeah, he's a big boy. Oh, he's a big boy. Okay, okay, making. He's funny. earned his big boy uh, pants. Okay. Okay. At least on the lockdown. He's had on plenty Astros. of banana pudding. Uh, he's he's yes, had plenty he of banana pudding. He can banana, eat pudding, the banana now. pudding now. Okay. Okay. So for in terms of the extra pitcher, they're going to go with the same pitchers they went in the ALDS, with addition to Ronel Blanco.
0: Oh, I was going to say it. All right. Well, that's right. That's why I went um, like this.
1: I, I just thought you were frozen. <laughs>
0: well, you know, I I um I actually, I, I didn't officially call this, but I really believe that Ronald Blanca was going to be on this roster because of the way he ended the season. And um I saw a couple of pictures of him in the dugout as well. and And so I know he was on the taxi squad. I I think this is a good move because he's somewhat of an unknown a little bit for the Rangers. I don't remember, did he pitch against the Rangers in that game three sweep? Wasn't he one of the young pitchers that had success? Um, Might have been. Okay, um, I'll go look while we're on the show, but this show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Look, Jace Medical is here, and they've got a really cool thing. They provide five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And I mean, you can go with over-the-counter stuff if you want, but this is very simple to get. You would think, well, five life-saving antibiotics, that's probably, I mean, I probably have to go to a doctor, probably have to sit in a waiting room. No, all it takes is to get this Jace case is fill out a simple online form. In some cases, jump on a quick phone call with one of our board certified physicians. You get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. Don't get caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. And I can tell you, with the world we live in, with all the things going on, supply chains, we know we deal with natural disasters in the Gulf Coast area, it's great to have the peace of mind that you have something on hand that is from a doctor. You don't have to guess or Grab something off the shelf. You don't know if this or that's going to work. With storms, shortages, pandemics, reliance on China and the supply chain issues, we need to be prepared more than ever. Jace Medical is simple. You go online, you fill out the form, and then you get a prescription. Life-saving medications right to your door. The Jace case gives you peace of mind. You get $20 off your life-saving antibiotics today. From Jace Medical by using my code locked on at checkout at That's J A S E medical.com. All
1: right, guys, game day. You want to be there. If you can't be there, you can't watch the game, you can't go to Hooters to watch the game, you can't watch it from home. Go ahead and listen to it on SiriusXM. XM. All you have to do is download the app and search Astros SXM. That's the app. Just go ahead and hear all the play by play action. It's going to be Justin Verlander versus some guy named Jordan Montgomery who can pitch very well and apparently is the freshest, according to uh Dusty Baker. So uh that's gonna so, be a definitely a great series uh start to series. And I did look up the stats. Um okay. I don't have the stats, but he did he has pitched against the Rangers okay. three times this year. Uh first time it was one inning. He gave up one run. The second time, uh, one in, two innings, he gave up three runs, uh, yeah. none of them earned, and the other one was a actual start. Five innings, he gave up three runs. So in overall, he's given up a total of what's the math there? Uh, Doing in my head seven runs over the, the season. And basically, okay. Well, for some reason, I thought he was one of the three pitchers that went
0: up against the Rangers. And they, um, that was one of the, uh, w- that was one of the series sweep wins. And that's no, why they, I
1: was, he lost that game.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. That- so, well, well, okay. Then, then I wait. Actually,
1: him. he, they won that game. Uh, so that was a the game they won. So they
0: won uh, a 5-3 that was, was that in June. That was yeah, it was a uh, June 30th, 5 innings, four hits, three earned runs, two home yeah. runs, four walks, two Ks, but okay. he did earn the win. Um he was 2-0 and oh at that point. So he had he had just come out of the blocks, but I think Ronald Blanco is a smart move on their part. What does puzzle me is I know Jake Myers, you did not see him in the ALDS. But Jake Myers not being on this ALCS roster at all, and going with more infielders. And look, love Gray Kessinger. Um, interviewed the kid before he got called up. I, I think he's. I. I don't think he's afraid of the moment. Um, but the but the John Singleton thing to me is a little puzzling because I don't know if you get him in a, a pinch hitting spot. Look, Jake Myers, John Singleton, Greg Kessinger. They're not exactly. None of them are going to wow you with their offensive numbers, but Jake Myers to me has the more length and experience and to me has the ability and maybe they just didn't want another outfielder to clog up the outfield because of Brantley, because of Jordan. And from that perspective, it makes sense, but it is a little bit of a head scratcher. Um, you wonder why they didn't bring up a Seth Martinez or even I know he hasn't been super great, but Parker Mashinsky, like you had mentioned, you and I talked off air about him being a left-hander. Um,
1: Seth Martinez you know, have been good too. Yeah,
0: yeah, Seth Martinez. And so, look, at the end of the day, I think who the Astros have, who their core is, their big guys, the starters, the this, this bullpen, this starting core, I think they have what they need to beat the Texas Rangers. I don't think putting Singleton on or leaving Jake Myers off is going to alter an entire series, but it is, it does go without question that you can understand why people would have an issue with certain players being on and certain players being off. You know, there's, there's always critic and you're not always going to agree with the club.
1: Right. Um, And if you look at Jake Myers in his postseason career, granted, it's only been six game, but he's batting 300 on base percentage of 300 slugging percentage of 300. So uh, but he's got zero home runs, uh, two runs scored, one stolen base. So uh, it's small sample size, 10 at bats. But I think that the Astros just were like, okay, we got to We got uh, Chas McCormick in center field. Uh, We need Greg Kessinger just in case. But honestly, they're going to go with their A squad. If they're relying on their C squad. And when I say B, Yiner Diaz is B squad. And so if they're relying on C squad, um, they're in trouble.
0: Well, I mean, you don't you don't put these guys in there to rely on them. I mean, you, you put them in there just in case. You put them in there if the Astros take a 10-1 to 1 lead on the Rangers. You can rest your stars. That's why you have these guys, and that's why you have multiple infielders. Maybe you want to give Pena a breather. Maybe you want to give Altuve a two-inning breather if you're up. I mean, look, I mean, if they're fully taking advantage of the Rangers and they're in, they're in command of game one, eighth ninth inning there's no reason to keep all of your starters in now i'm not saying dismantle the whole team and just put in all your backups but but that's why they're on this team and so mm-hmm. at the end of the day I'm, I, I'm i'm still i'm still shaking my head like i'm trying not to make a big deal of it but I, I just the the jake myers thing i honestly did not see
1: john singleton um like we we're talking about before the show the reason why he's on it he's patient if let's say that you have bases loaded. You don't want Martin Malonado to take that bat. What he can do is he can come in. Yes, he's not Mr. Consistent, but he's he can draw a walk. He can get a double. He can hit a home run. He can also strike out just as easy as Martin Malonado. But he's also a left-handed hitter. And so there's several reasons why Dusty Baker could like him for this roster. Also, Greg Kessinger. Makes sense. He can play yeah. shortstop. He can play first base. He can play third base. He could play second base. You need somebody to kind of uh, move around. If you're going to have Dubon play a little bit, a lot in uh, center field, then uh, you need somebody like him. So I can see. And if you look at.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm just, you're looking at his game logs, his most recent game logs. Um, He, he has not taken a walk in a while. So that, that, that may also be something else. Uh, I think he took. Yeah. Like it's been, let me, let me look at this. played a lot. Well, no, he hadn't played a lot, but I'm but I'm looking at his game log um, yeah. based on balls. Once well, the break took, came back, I mean, well, he didn't gain playing time. So. Well, but well, but he played several games in August. Um, he played a lot of games in August, right. and he only took one walk on in all of August. So, to me, Singleton, like you said. Look, if you catch lightning in a bottle and he, you know, I was at that first game that he played when he hit the two home runs. I right. mean, he has home run power. I mean, Martín Maldonado has home run power. These, these guys are major league hitters. And so I just hope that if he gets in a key spot and it's a key moment in the game that he shows up and we want, we want all these players to be successful. We just try to ask things on a level headed way, baseball-wise, like what baseball sense does it make? And if you're talking about patience at the plate, I can take that. Um, I hope that we don't get into a situation where you have to rely on someone who doesn't really have um, a proven track record in the postseason, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree there. And, but I just don't want to harp too much on the whole um, roster thing. I do want to talk about a, key, a few key moments um, that I – mean, not key. Um, a key keys to victory is what I was trying to say. And then uh, who do you think your MVP is going to be? So uh, to kind of wrap up the show, Brett, go, you go first.
0: So keys to victory is going to be the starters getting off on the right foot, going six to seven innings, um, not even giving up more than one or two runs. And the to back that up, you have to have your offense come out and put crooked numbers on the board in the first four innings. Um, When the Astros score first, they're incredibly successful. And so I think your starters go six or seven. Your offense has to back them up. Um, And then your obvious, I think if that happens, I think the bullpen falls in line. But I think those two things up front happen. The Astros don't have any problem with an ALCS victory. And I think the MVP of this series is easily going to be someone like a Jordan Alvarez. It's going to be Jose Abreu or even someone like Brian Abreu. So I've got three guys that I'm tabbing who I think could be MVP of this series.
1: All right. Yeah. Thank you. Like you said, the starting pitching has just got to uh, get off to good starts and you got to get the you got to get them lead. So you got to get the offense started early. So I think that if you have everything going for you, the Astros can easily win the series. Uh, if you have too many games where your starter gives up four or five runs, it's gonna be hard to um for the bullpen to cover that many innings. Uh, I know Ronell Blanco's up right now, but I think that uh, Brian Brayu is a good kind of person to look at. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jeremy Pena is like, ooh, we can have an MVP in this series. <laughs> I'm back. So he could,
0: Eric. That's a that's actually that's actually a great call. I didn't even think about that. That that makes total sense. That makes total sense.
1: Yeah, so um, we already kind of talked about the roster. Somebody's asking about yeah. it, but um, so to in summary, Jake Myers is not on the roster. John Singleton, Gray Kessinger are, and Ronel Blanco is. So that's basically summary. Everybody else is pretty much um, you you everybody's think the wrong. same, right? Any closing thoughts?
0: No, I'm just excited. Look, if you're at the, if you're going to the game, wear orange and be loud. Look, I'm going to be going to Kobos before the game Ben Verlander and Flipping Bats podcast is going to be there I'm going to go get him get some get, get a little um YouTube interview of him before the game show up at Cobos come say hi to me I'll be up on the 400s and the nosebleeds walk around the stadium so say hi and continue to support your Houston Astros every single day by going to locked on astros all
1: right guys thank you for making the locked on astros podcast your di- your first listen every day become an everyday or someone that listens to our podcast every day and we are super excited about this game i know it's uh what eight hours away but it feels like it should be right now so my name is eric heisman he is brett chancy we are the locked on astros podcast and Ghost strobes let's go ahead and kick some ranger butt
0: go strobes